stuck in an old twisted mindset. I didn't even realize how truly lost I was. I actually thought I was trying to get near to the truth and I actually found myself further down the rabbit hole. Hey friends, this is the Next Level Glam podcast and I'm Glam Gal. Thank you for joining me as I discuss all things transformation inside and out with my sisters in Christ. Pull up a chair. It's about to go next level. Hi friends. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Next Level Glam podcast. I'm Glam Gal, your host. I am so happy honored and truly humbled that you press play today and spending any amount of time with me. I hope by the end of the episode, you feel like blessed. This has truly been a work in progress. A couple of years ago, I had the notion of starting a podcast just based solely on the fact that I love to chit chat, but I didn't know what I really wanted to talk about. And over time, I think I've gotten some clarity on the matter. But just a handful of years ago, I found myself at kind of the bottom of a situation. I was extremely anxious and depressed. My self-esteem, my self-worth, I struggled with obesity and a lot of image issues. I felt like I was really toxic and I didn't even like myself at the very core of it. That's pretty much what I was going through. And a lot of it stemmed from things in my past and just bad decisions in my life. I was stuck in an old twisted mindset. I didn't even realize how truly lost I was. I actually thought I was trying to get near to the truth and I actually found myself further down the rabbit hole. I have come the full circle where I've overcome a lot of that. My life virtually looks the same with the same house and cars and you know situations. It operates completely different. The difference is, is now I have peace and joy and sound mind and an actual success story from my point of view of overcoming so many things that were against me and just building the faith so I can conquer what faces me, you know, today, tomorrow, you know, it's not saying that my life is perfect or that I know everything. I still have challenges, but I'm just ready to reach out and support women like me who desire a transformation on a spiritual, mental and or physical journey on a transformation, maybe of all three. I know that was the case for me. Since that time, I find that somebody like me that went from being completely graceless, that now I have like all of this grace that I want to share with others, you know, his amazing grace that the world so needs. The only difference between the person that was six years ago and the person that's staring at you right now today is that I received the gospel and it enabled me to finally make real changes like in the spirit, in the mind, and in the body. I hope to touch on many different subjects on this podcast, but this is a firm foundation. Every episode that I make from this point on will always go back to this very episode, the simple gospel of Christ. Now, why is it such a big deal? Well, first of all, if I have a platform to speak on, I need to use that platform to share the gospel because I see it everywhere across all social media platforms. When people are discussing Christianity, they're using a lot of fear and a lot of bad doctrine, and a lot of people are in confusion and in the darkness over it. I have spent my time going to churches and, uh, you know, garnering things online. And there's a lot of works righteousness going around, a lot of false teachers, false prophets, as you would call them, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing, you know, corrupting scripture and keeping people lost. And, you know, maybe they don't even realize they're lost themselves and uh, are preaching another gospel, which is not another. The true gospel isn't being said. And I mean, I know that because in my past, I was raised with spirituality and religion and all of that. And I found myself 
and just misery, quite honestly. I found myself coming to the end of myself, and I feel like more than ever, the true brother needs to stand up and contend for the faith. It's only by being set free and being saved that I believe that life truly begins. When the light turned on, it made everything so much more clear. Not that it's easy, but just made it clear. That's why I want to dedicate this first episode to being called The Gospel Truth, and that I want to make sure that the people that I'm serving are on the same page as me. If somebody asked you what the gospel was, would you be able to tell them? You know, over half of the United States citizens, just in our country alone, they label themselves as Christians, you know? If you ask somebody what the gospel is, a lot of times they have no clue. They'll just answer like, I believe in God, or I know I'm some, you know, branch or sect of Christianity or other religion, even all the way to saying that all paths lead to heaven. And I think we know logically that they all can't be right. You could be walking around saying that you're a Christian, not even know what justifies you or how that is, and you're really not a Christian. And I know what I'm talking about because, you know, until six years ago, that was me. And it was shocking because I grew up in God culture. I mean, I went to church every Sunday growing up. You know, I was in a very strict, like, I want to say like a religious household. Uh, but it's really, really shocking when you find out that the majority of people do not believe the gospel when they hear it. When I heard the good news, it's like I, I knew that's, I, that my spirit recognized that. I know the impact that it has in real time. Religion is man-made tradition. It's not after God, it's after man. The real gospel is after God. It's not after the way that man thinks. And the good news isn't like some breadcrumb trail that we need to follow in the forest or an Indiana Jones special or a national treasure hunt. The gospel isn't hid. Like if the gospel be hid, it be hid to those that are lost, as scripture says. Because um, there's plenty of scripture in the Bible that straight out tells you what the gospel is. I'll just pull one from my mind because there's many. But the one that a lot of us have heard is John 3, 16, which is God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believeth on him shall have everlasting life. And some of us have heard that in like Sunday school and it went in one ear and one out and it sounded really nice, but we don't get it. So what makes a true believer? A true believer is someone who takes God at his word. But if you ask somebody what makes you a Christian or like what saves you, they don't give you the gospel. They tell you about like repenting and, you know, stop doing this or, you know, you have to be this sect of Christianity or whatever, you know, nonsense it is. And I want to contend for truth. The Christian collective literally thinks repent means stop sinning and turn to the law, like, and has something to do with Jesus. But that's not the case. You know, repent in scripture and context in the Greek means metanoia, which means change your mind. Stop trusting and what you're trusting in for salvation, whether it be your works, what you're doing, or whatever idols that you worship, and trust in the Lord. Believe on Christ, his finished work, the fact that he came down here, laid his life down, for the remission of sins. You put your faith like solely in that. You don't trust yourself at all. And for some reason, you know, because people really like to have a hand in, you know, being a good person, that they have something to do with it. And that's not the case. It literally is good news. It's not good news to know that you would uh, be responsible for your own salvation. You know, when you're like, oh, I repent, God, I promise I'll stop doing such and such when you can't even fulfill your promise of starting a New Year's resolution. You know, by day one or day two, you're like, oops, it's not because we're faithful. It's because he's faithful. And, and that's the huge separating factor between the true 
faith and so-called Christianity in the world today. Like you might literally be saying, well, why do I need to be like, I'm a good person. What do I have to worry about? You know, I went to church twice this year. I donated to the pantry and, um, you know, I didn't murder anybody, but God says there are none righteous under heaven. No, not one. And this is when we do use the 10 commandments. You know, people like to say that you were supposed to live the 10 commandments and the 10 commandments are God's law and it's good, holy, and just, but it doesn't make us that way. As a matter of fact, it's supposed to be used as a mirror. It shows us God's law, how short we fall, and he demands perfection. And that's why he had to come down here and do it himself. So, you know, just realize that you do fall short. You do need a savior. And that's the only conditions to being saved is that you know you're a sinner and you need your savior. And that there are some people out there who truly believe that they're beyond saving, that they're not worth saving or it's not possible. And that's a complete lie as well. God is mighty to save. And the only sin that he can forgive is the disbelief on, on his finished work. He truly made a way for all to be saved. For God so loved the world. It doesn't matter if you don't agree that somebody else deserves to get in or this or that. It doesn't matter. It's grace. So how did getting saved get me to this point? Well, to be honest with you, I've just been growing and learning because even though the minute that you're like saved, you're kind of like on fire for God, you still have plenty to learn to defend why you believe what you believe because the enemy is quick to jump in and try to take it from you and try to take your peace and your joy and your knowledge or your faith, like really, really fight against your faith because it's not actually easy to fully rest and trust in, in Christ and know that there's nothing that we can do. It's like a mindset thing where we have to tell ourselves and renew our mind every single day. Uh, it only makes sense after you're really spending time growing in the knowledge of the Lord that you realize or you want to serve the one that saved us, you know, and not just from death, which is the huge one, but the way that he saves us a million different ways on a daily basis. I just care more about putting my key of happiness or fulfillment in his hands and not in the world's or anyone else I know because they're fickle. That's kind of where I'm at with wanting to do this podcast. I think the biggest thing that I wasn't prepared for, you know, was how much it would change my life and how many different areas it would affect. Like the minute I believed, not only was my burden lifted, but I, I received his Holy Spirit and it's like a lens of grace. You start seeing the world through a different point of view. And one of the most shocking ways that I found out it affected me was like loving myself more than ever, being okay with liking myself. You know, maybe it was the way that I, I was raised or things that people said or things that I said to myself, but I really didn't think I was worth loving. I I mean, I know myself better than anyone, right? Other than, you know, God, but I wasn't impressed with myself. So, you know, that's how I looked at it until I realized that I did have value and worth outside of what the world tells us. So that brings us to the major point here, since this is a, you know, transformation podcast really is how is the spiritual foundation essential to manifest a transformation in the physical? And I honestly can say in every way possible, you know, when you get your spirit on deck, right? Like you have that truth sealed in you, your mindset starts to change and it flows out of you. It touches every role you occupy in this life, even the one with yourself. And, you know, as believers, we're called for two things that Jesus asked us to do, which is believe on him and to love one another. And how can you love others if you don't love yourself? You can take it from me, somebody who's always struggled with just liking yourself as a person, let alone 
on the outside, you know, just not happy with the temple God gave her and going after things that people would tell you that you shouldn't. I have learned that God is truly so good, just incomprehensibly good at times and how graceful and, and merciful he is. It's, it's truly astounding. It's allowed me to tackle things and accomplish things that I never thought were possible. Today, really, I want to wrap it up by reminding you that Jesus isn't that religious fanatic in your family, and he sure as heck is not that big evil presence in the sky looking to smite you or looking to entrap you or ensnare you or kick you out or anything like that. That's the world's lies. For myself, doing this podcast can be extremely intimidating, and it can make me feel a touch of trepidation and fear. But I know after all this time that God says that we shouldn't fear and that he's with us. And I just feel compelled to share the light with anybody who needs to hear it. Like I said, like he wants us to believe on him and love one another, but also he does ask us to be ready to share the gospel with all creation. And I just feel like I'm finally at that point in my journey and my walk with the Lord to be able to share it in a way that's not confusing because I understand it now, but also contend for it and come against people who are probably going to, you know, send me some angry hate messages because people really have a problem with the fact that it's available to everybody. You know, heaven isn't a place for the top performers. It's for sinners and um, no sinner is better than another. So um, some people really have a hard time hearing that. It's just that the more that time goes on, I care less of what the world thinks and more about what God thinks and thinking more eternally minded than, you know, earthly minded. I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. And ultimately, it wasn't too long ago that I was, like I said, in my dark place and a sister in the faith was obedient to her calling and made some videos that I came across and it helped set me free. So if I can do that for just one person, I can just... That would be amazing because I know what this lady did for me and um, what an honor to be able to be used in that in that manner. Have you had the revelation of what or rather who justifies you? Do you have any questions about salvation? I would love to know. Please join me on Instagram. I would love for you to follow me, check out stories. That's where I love to hang out and share memes and encouragement. It's a great way to get acquainted. I'm really just looking forward to your feedback. I can't wait to come back on our next episode where we talk, okay, I'm saved, now what? Until next time, guys, grow in his grace.